And now you will be hearing my essay, No One Defines You But You. In some circumstances, the father, mother, grandmother, grandfather will try to convince the son or daughter of the career path or the social life of the child. Since the father is a doctor, the son or daughter will be convinced that they will have to follow his path. The mother is an attorney. She talks about it with her child. When she grows up, he will want to move forward in that direction so he won't disappoint her. Everyone has their own dreams or ambitions, but when they chase their dreams, teachers, parents, friends will never let them achieve their goal. They will say, give up. You will never achieve anything with that choice. With, with that career choice. I've already said fuck it, honestly. I don't care what other people tell me I can or can't do. If one of my friends tells me I can't do anything, then that little statement will change the way I want to do things. Your legacy isn't remembered by how your parents, legal guardians, helped you grow up. It is remem- remembered on how you helped the world, helped your city, helped the community. In any way possible, to be good to have more good than bad that is a step in the right direction to me if you grew up with a single parent i know how hard it is to have everything put on your shoulders how you you are supposed to be the man of the house if you're the son while going to school you also have practice right after school if one of your parents is a drug addict or used to be i know you don't want that to be brought up with your friends or adults, especially for myself. In a small town of Lamar, if you heard the last name Willis, you did not want to be in the same room with them. And I don't know if this is just me or not, but I don't want people to think I'm scary just because of my last name. Sure, my dad's side of my family did some horrendous things, but I am nothing like them. How do you, how do you want to be remembered? Have you ever thought about your grandchildren, how your grandchildren will think of you? Do you want your grandchildren to think their grandfather didn't do anything with his life or that he made a success with his life? I'm not the one who can decide that for you. I can can only know what will happen in my life and you will only know what happens in your life. I want my grandchildren to know their grandfather did something with his life. He played football or basketball for a job, the sport he loved and he played, or created a new business and it became a multi-million company. You are the only one who can control your life and the path that you take. Again, do not listen to your parents on the career path to take. Even if they think it's possible, let them think that. I am about to interview Mr. Higgins from Intro to Public Safety and the North Tech. Here he is. How do you think your grandchildren will think of you? Well, I'm not sure. Uh, Hopefully they would think that uh, I was someone that was honorable and uh, practical and... uh, had a positive outcome on society and uh, they look at me with uh, a little bit of reverence because uh, you know of my accomplishments and uh, I always try to be a person of principle. Okay, question two. Did your parents ever try to force a career path on you? No, uh, no time did they ever say, hey, you should go do this. They, they kind of guided me towards a couple things, but 
Uh, I pretty much chose my own path. Question three, do you think you made a success on your life so far? Um, I'm gonna say yes, I'm still here. My bills yeah. are paid, I have a roof over my head, food in my refrigerator. Uh, I feel happy about my accomplishments. Uh, you know, so looking back, I, you know, it was a lot of work, but I, I feel like I've accomplished what I set out to. And question four, what, what would you want people to describe you after you die, after you pass? Uh, just an overall good person. All right. Is that it? Yeah, pretty much. All right. I'm here with my mother, Shira Willis, and I'm going to be asking her some questions. How do you think your grandchildren will think of you? I hope that they're, they love me and are happy around me and um, enjoy being with me. Okay. Uh, second question. Did, did your parents ever try to force a career path on you? No. Okay. Third question. Do you think you made a success out of your life so far? I think I have. Why? Because there was a lot of trials and tribulations I've gone through in my lifetime that was hard, and I dealt with them by myself. Question number four. What would you want people to describe you after you pass away at your funeral? Loving, caring, happy, funny. Um, I loved my kids. I loved life. I always tried to help someone or people in general. I would give my shirt off my back for anybody. Is that all? That's all I can think of right now. Well, that's it. There's my mom, and thank you. Hello. Uh, I am interviewing Mr. Armstrong. Hi. Which is my ALA teacher. Indeed. For another hour. Yeah. And then never again. And I'm going to be asking him some legacy questions of what he wants it to be. So question one. Okay. How do you think your grandchildren will think of you? Um, I don't know. I'm still not 100% sure I will have grandchildren. I mean, maybe, I don't know. I may already have some. I'm not sure. Um, but, you know, I would like to be remembered as um, selfless, adventurous, weird. Um, I would like to be remembered as someone who put others first, even when it was hard. Um, because that's the kind of people that I want to leave my classroom, which is the kind of people I would want to be my children and grandchildren, are people that value service and value sacrifice and show humility and that believe in contributing to the greater good and not just doing what's best for themselves and being selfish. And I feel like that's such a big part of the people I see in the world today. And that's I don't want to be any part of making that or supporting that. Um, so I think that's what I would want for them. Okay. And for me. Yeah. Question two. Did your parents ever try to force a career path on you? Uh, no. Weirdly, my mom is a teacher. My brother is a teacher, and he's older than me. Um, and when I told my mom I was going to be a teacher too, she literally cried and begged me not to. She was like, no, you can do better. You're so smart. You work so hard. Like, you can make more money. You need to go do something else. Like, this is not a good idea. <laughs> it's like, 
thanks mom <laughs> appreciate it um and you know my dad um you know didn't get to go to college he's been working in the same factory since he was 17 18 to provide for wow. his kids so he just wanted us to go to college like he did not care i could have literally done anything there was a time there where i was going to go to film school there was a time where i was going to go into computer networking and software engineer stuff and you know then there was like going into teaching um and so no they never tried to force a career path on me luckily i think they you know seriously my dad the only thing he ever wanted from me was you will have a job you will not just live off the government and you will contribute to your society your community um and to the future and as long as you're doing those things you know i won't be on your ass about it all right so boxes checked uh question three do you think you made a success out of your life so far yeah, you know, I I think part of that is having reasonable goals, but big goals. You know, when I grad my I feel like a lot of my things I didn't have a lot of say in, you know, like when you're in high school and you know, you just have a little bit of money and a car and then maybe a job and then you know, I never had a say in going to college cuz my mom and dad were like you're going to college, so you can pick where and what, but you're going to college. And so when I turned 22, um, and I got my first teaching job, which I just literally turned 22 the second week of school. So I was 21, like about to start teaching. Like I was a baby. Um, and I set like three major goals for myself, which was I wanted to get out of debt, like 100% debt-free, college, car, everything else. I wanted to go to 10 countries in the next 10 years. And I wanted to teach over 1,000 students. Um, and I'm 34 now. I've taught about 1,400 students. I've been to 12 countries, three continents. Um, I have accu accumulated so many friends and connections through traveling the world. Um, and I will be 100% debt-free on June 15th. I will pay off my car when I get my summer paycheck. And I'll pay off my car and I will have met all three of those goals. Um, and so... You know, I think that's important. But then the other side of that is when you think about legacy and, you know, your life being a success is I have no idea what the next three goals are. Like if I think about, you know, the next 10 years, like if that's what this last 10 years was, um, I don't know what the next 10 are. You know, I don't know if it's marriage and kids. I don't know if it's building a house. I don't know if it's, you know, moving to another country and living there. I don't know if it's, you know going back to school and getting my master's and becoming, you know, a principal or something else or, you know, I don't know. I really don't know. I kind of, you know, I have hopes, I have dreams and goals, but like, I'm also the age where I'm so far just riding the wind has been fun. So I, I really, I don't want to set myself up for disappointment because, you know, I have goals, but then I'm also okay with just seeing what the, seeing what the wind brings. I think that's a good way to live. Yeah. It makes you more grateful for what you have. It makes it easier to leave something behind that matters. Anything else? Yeah. One more question. What would you want people to describe you at your funeral after you pass? Um, very old. <laughs> very old. He lived an incredibly, uncomfortably long life. Um, I would want to be, you know, it's weird to think about. I... There's, this is such a terrible thing to say. I don't know how to put this. But, like, there was a teacher that died, <laughs> like, a year ago. And there was a picture that went viral on Instagram. Like, I'm on teacher Instagram, which is don't be any part of that, bro. Um, 
but like um, instead of flowers or cards or anything, um, she wanted backpacks full of supplies for kids if they needed them. And there's just a picture of the aisle to the coffin, mm-hmm. and it's just all these backpacks wow. to, you know, that helping other people was what she thought of, not, you know, flowers to make it look good, but like something that's actually useful. And so I guess I would want to be described as somebody who did something that mattered, something that was useful, something that helped people. Um, and that the best parts of me are alive in other people, which to me is what legacy really is. Mm-hmm. You know, if I did my job this year, and I know I didn't succeed 100%, but if I did my job this year, you know, just like if I think about my life, it's the same goal, which is nobody I have in my classroom right now should need me anymore. Like, they have everything I have to give. They've got the best parts of me, hopefully not too many of the worst. And then they go on to somebody else, and somebody else gives them something different. And so, like, today as I think about the last day of school, that's my only hope, is that a little bit of what's good in me is now in other people. Um, And then they go on and carry it with them. And that's legacy to me. All right. Well, that'll round all of them up. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Tyler. Thank you all for watching, and thank you to everyone that I interviewed, and I'm signing off.